listening to the cannabis hangout two girls one bowl and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana my name is brandon and my name is saba we will be connecting with the community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people sharing stories from medical marijuana patients and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths so we invite you to come roll with us while we break break it all down. down Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. My name is Brandon. And I'm Seba. And we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with a local dispensary bud tender here in the city and a plant medicine advocate who's here to break the stigma and share her journey with us. So please welcome Kennedy to the Cannabis Hangout. Hello. Hi, Kennedy. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day here to be with us. Um, Let's just start from the beginning. Can you tell us where your cannabis journey first began and the first time you consumed cannabis? Um... Dang, I don't even remember. That's okay. I, um, I I barely remember mine. So when people can actually like execute and yeah. tell their story, I'm like, wow. I'm like, let me think back. But I think I was like 18. So um, I was pretty like, I grew up like Christian mm-hmm. and my parents were like, drugs are like a no-no yeah. like in our household. So like I was always like, I was too scared to like even get near it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know. You, you leave the house when you're 18, you go to a little yeah. party, get together, and yeah. they're just passing it. So I was like, why not? And then I did it, and I like it freaked me out. So like I did not smoke for like two years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So you didn't have a great experience. No. Yeah. Were you super paranoid? Yeah, I was yeah. like super paranoid. I didn't really, I only knew like one person at the party, so I was uh, like. Uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I was just like frozen, and I was just like, I don't know where I am. Yeah. Like I, I just want to go home. Yeah. yeah. That's relatable. When, yeah. uh, whenever my first was like with at Josh Burge events, remember when we talked yeah. about that? It was through like that one like metal A one hitter. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I felt the same way. It was just like, what? Like, I don't want to do that again for a long yeah, time. Was, like, take me home. I felt so paranoid. Like yeah. everyone was just like looking at me. Yeah. Who did I, did I take you home? Yeah. Did I? Yeah. I mean, I didn't drive. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, well, <laughs> that's relatable. <laughs> so Kennedy, what's your go-to way to consume cannabis? Um, so I've always been like a flower girly, but I got to admit like the past few months I've definitely been more of a hash head now so i can we can relate yeah (laughs) yeah you go from being a flower i mean i will always be a flower girl but like going from flower and when you get into a hash (laughs) you're like it's just a whole nother level i feel like yeah and it's just like it's so expensive oh i was on a deep deep hash kick there last year at the beginning of the year remember i was going through like yes two maybe three grams a week yeah and of rosin only and prices were still a little bit higher back Mm -hmm. then they're they're a little better now but it was like man yeah it got expensive i had to taper off good rosin yeah Yeah. good rosin is expensive but worth it 100% so is there any terpenes that you look for like when oh yes that you like specifically yeah um I would have to say like linalool is one of my favorites um pinene uh limonene and karyophyllene for sure okay yeah I love that yeah um which one's your favorite linalool 
Yeah, yeah, I'd say so because yeah. it just has like really great like stress relieving properties. In right. It, so yeah, it's just really nice. That is nice. So this leads into when shopping for cannabis, what do you personally look for, or some of your like go to questions to ask as a patient? Um, so I, I'm always looking for something that I know is going to help me like kind of just get through my day, relieve my day to day anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I look at terpenes too, because I know what terpenes I need to stay away from. Um, and I also look at like terp percentages. I'm Mm -hmm. not so much like THC is like whatever. I don't, it's not a big deal to me, but definitely look at the terpene profiles and, also the nose on it like if i don't if it smells bad like i'm not gonna smoke it yeah do you ever ask for testing if if you're not going to your home dispensary um yeah um i went to me and uh, my boyfriend went to colorado and Mm -hmm. we went into dispensary and i was like so like what are the terps like what's the testing and they were like uh they're like why are you asking that yeah Yeah. they're like we don't have like the terps and i was like what do you mean you don't have the terps yeah i don't know it was so weird that is weird yeah, yeah. i um, i would feel uncomfortable yeah. in the Colorado dispensary asking for that too just because they're so like recreational there is like yeah. you know they've been doing it the, for so the long the energy so is long. so different like yeah. here if you go into a dispensary and ask that i mean depends on where like it's more um it's more normal or people mm-hmm. right. are, are kind of yeah. ready for you to ask that and to like pull out a chart really yeah. fast you know for sure do you yeah. feel like and you just went to Colorado recently, right? Yeah. Do you feel like now that you've been working in the Oklahoma industry and you go back to another state or even just like a patient being in this industry and mm-hmm. then you go to another state, like you appreciate Oklahoma's cannabis so much more? Because I feel like when I used to go to Colorado, I used to be so hyped, like, yeah. And yes. now the last couple of times we've gone to Colorado, I'm like, Brand, I'm bringing my own stuff. Yeah, I don't know what kind no. of stuff they have there. I just don't know yeah. because they don't know. And then right. they can only educate you so much because it's recreational. Yeah. So they don't really give a shit. Yeah, exactly. They're just selling the weed. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, man, I like I brought my stash and then we ran out and I was like, uh, so like <laughs> we, you know, we bit the bullet and, um, we walked into a dispensary and I was like, what is this? Like the flower just did not smell good. The mm-hmm. rosin did not look good. Yeah. And it was just like super crumbly and like yeah. turned into a powder. And I was like, oh my God. I have yet to experience like a solid dispensary in yeah. Colorado. Yeah. Like us, like they have great flour. They know what they're talking about. Right. They're, like, they're like medically minded to where like yeah. they're not going to freak them out or they're yeah. not going to look at their rosin. Yeah. yeah. They're right. so hard to find yeah. good yeah. of yeah. that stuff. And it's expensive mm-hmm. there. I was like, yes. what in the world? Yeah, it is. Even more. And then you're yeah. like, ugh. I know. <laughs> so okay with we know it's different for everyone but what's your family dynamic like with cannabis like are is people are they supportive or open um i would say like when i first um got my job um like my mom was like oh my god please tell me you're like not actually gonna work there and i was like i was like why does it matter where i work like i'm providing you know an income for myself but she was just kind of like skeptical about it because she was like, you're just a pothead, like you're lazy yeah. and right. whatever. And I was just like, damn. But like now that I've like worked in the dispensary for like a while now and um, I kind of tell her like what I how it helps me and like how it benefits me. And then she's gotten a lot more like um, 
I mean, she asked me to buy her gummies the other day. So I was Amazing. Like, okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Getting a step closer. That, um, I love that. Makes yeah. you kind of nod your head and like, be like, okay, mom. Yeah. I got you. I see you. <laughs> yeah. And then my, my dad and my stepmom, they have always been supportive from the start. So, and That's I've always cool. been open about like my, you know, my cannabis consumption and, um, and I get them gummies too. So yeah. That's so awesome. That yeah. awesome. So at what point in your life did cannabis become more than just like getting high? Do, do you have like a aha moment where it was just like, damn, like this is medicine for my soul, my body? Yeah. Um, I would say that like for a while, like maybe like a year or two ago, I definitely used cannabis as like a crutch rather than like a medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, I was going through the motions, you know, depression and whatnot, but mm. I just, I was like, I just, need, I need to be high all the time because if I'm not, then I just, I feel worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of realized like, that's kind of toxic. Like I shouldn't be having that relationship with cannabis. I should be more intentional with how I use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of switched it on. And so whenever I was going to smoke or whatever I was, how, however I was consuming, I was like, I need to set an intention. Like, mm-hmm. How is this going to help me today? So yeah, That's I like awesome. that you were able yeah. to do that. Sob just you recently were. went through that, so it's yeah. cool that it's cool to hear you say that because mm-hmm. last year was a hard year for me, and my relationship with cannabis was very abusive. Yeah. It was just like I felt worse if I didn't have it, but it it I felt without even realizing it, I felt worse, even worse when I yeah. smoked. It was mm-hmm. just like a band aid on top of a band aid on top of yeah, a band aid. Yeah, and so being clear-headed for a month and not consuming and coming back was so like refreshing and made me have such a better relationship with cannabis and Mm -hmm. like even now like this morning I smoked before a workout and I haven't smoked since then I was just telling Brand, I was like I feel like I want to smoke but like I don't want to smoke because I feel like it's just gonna like almost cause a little hiccup in my day because I've back to feel I don't know it's just so hard to describe but that's just where I'm at personally with my journey yeah so it's I love to hear yeah. other people's like they can always change. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's cool, though, to be able to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like that says a lot in yeah. yourself just to be like, oh, I'm having yeah. like a reality check. You know, yeah. I need to just be a little more mindful because you can get so caught up. I feel like with, you know, just mm-hmm. doing your day to day stuff and whatever season you're in in mm-hmm. life. But that's cool. Intentionality is always, yeah, always sure. a good thing. Mm-hmm. Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners or self-sob, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. So flipping the script a little bit, Kennedy, in your own words, will you tell us who you are and what you do? Mm, that's <laughs> a tough question. Um, well, I am a butt tender and I love my job. Um, shout out to Mosaic and my team in Resonant. We love <laughs> them. We love them there. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm here to kind of just, um, you know, de- deconstruct the stigma that surrounds cannabis and um, you know, I'm pretty passionate about, um, how to use it as medicine and mm-hmm. yeah. So 
Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, how long have you been in the industry? Not very long. I started at Mosaic in May of last year. So, like, I'm still, like, You're pretty coming new. up on your one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. You feel like, like, what's the bartender experience been like for you? Do you feel like it's helped shape your understanding of cannabis and its functionalities even better? For sure. Um, like, when I, like, when I walked into Mosaic and I got the job, like, I did not know what terpenes were. Mm-hmm. I did not know, like, any of that. Um, so it was really cool to, like, learn about it because, you know, we go through a training um, before we really start bud tending. And um, from then on, I kind of started to do my own research because I'm like, I need to provide patients with the best possible medicine for them. And everybody's different, too. So it's it's nice to be educated on those things. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of immersed myself in it and... Just, yeah. I really want to just, you know, help people and just continue to break the stigma down because education is the most powerful tool. It sure so, is. Yeah. We're all about it. So mm-hmm. do you feel like your relationship with cannabis has gotten better and more mindful since you maybe have started working in the industry? For sure. Yeah. I, I was, it was definitely like kind of like, okay, like this is actual medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and short time to time, like I smoke just, you know, have fun. But yeah, of course. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, okay to use cannabis <laughs> recreationally or yeah, plant medicine. There, so, yeah, 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 for sure. So, with your journey of being a bud tender, I used to be a bud tender, and I was it was such a rewarding journey for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I loved getting to see how cannabis affected people's lives because obviously yeah. your patients come see mm-hmm. you, you know, yeah. and like there's certain patients that yeah. specifically ask for you when they come yes. in because they love you. Yeah. What has how what's that been like for you and just like how does that like make you feel like you know it's just like it's almost an undescribable feeling Mm because it's so cool because you're not a doctor and you're not Uh a you're not a pharmacist but you're doing people rely on you you're doing that kind of without really doing it so like what does that feel like like how 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 do you feel like that's even helped like shift you as a person um so I used to work in like retail and like, you know, they're always like, you know, make a relationship with the customer and get, you know, they buy more stuff, whatever. Right, right. And it wasn't very personable. It just felt very like fake. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of worried that I was going to experience the same thing when I started at Mosaic. Yeah. But um, I have formed so many relationships with patients, you know, and That's I've like so gained, cool. I've gained friends out yeah. of it. Um, and just like, and especially when they come back and they tell me like, oh my God, like the strain that you told me to try or like these gummies that you told me yeah. to try have helped me so much. And I mean, that just makes me feel really good because yeah. I'm like I'm helping, helping people. And then yeah. you educating yourself yeah. pays off yeah. and it's rewarding to like know what you're talking about yeah. and then to pass it on and for it to actually help someone for them to yeah. come back mm-hmm. and be like, you did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's awesome. That is awesome. That is so cool. So we were creeping through your Instagram (laughs) and I saw that you were diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what that looks like and how it's affected you? Um, So it's pretty like I have struggled with mental health issues since I was like 16, 17. Um, And as like as I got older, you know, you kind of just you start going through like I just started therapy and so like you just start talking through everything and you know without realizing it like how your behavior affects you and everything and um when I was diagnosed I was like it makes so much sense yeah like once you are diagnosed and you know just like you have these 
manic episodes, which are yeah. just kind of like either you're high energy, you feel good all the time. Like, so your highs are high, but your lows are low. Yeah. And it's, it was like really hard and really stressful on me going back and forth between those. And then, um, I started the psychi- psychiatric meds and my life changed like drastically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I kind of read, um, or I saw like on the link tree thing you had on there too, you have a lot of, um, resources for yeah. people to be able to click on, whether it's for cannabis mm-hmm. or, um, psychiatric meds mm-hmm. and that stigma. Yeah. I saw there's that- a huge stigma around um, psychiatric medicine and um, like I understand like where some people come from um, but I feel like just a lot of people talk negatively about it mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that kind of it makes the people who do take them it kind of makes us feel bad about ourselves yeah. like um, almost like we don't feel like it makes us not feel normal yeah. like we're having to take these but like you aren't and um, just kind of condescending in a yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So, I can, yeah, that's, I appreciate you sharing that perspective because yes. I mean, in my mind, I am a natural person. So I'm like, well, like, and, and this is just a thought that crosses my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm human. So like, wouldn't you try natural? And like, and then the other thought crosses my mind, like, well, of course, like if that's an option, wouldn't they have tried mm-hmm. it? So I appreciate you shedding light on that because even as a person who is like supernatural, it helps check me too. Because yeah. when I read it, I was like, damn like I've never seen anybody really be that open about like yeah. you know like pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. and like how they for some people they actually can and be very beneficial and place yes. for, yeah. and, and you know mm-hmm. and it's it, it is necessary yeah and so I appreciate you being so. raw about that because that one that's a that's a hard conversation to have and yeah. two yeah. it is good perspective because I have friends with mental health issues that are on pharmaceuticals that they need and it helps check me as a friend to be more empathetic mm-hmm. yeah. because when you say it, like it makes you feel like different and like you're doing something wrong. Like yeah. that's not, that's not my no intention to make you feel mm-hmm. like yeah. that. No, right. but yeah. it's good to be hear that from you because yeah. it just kind of checks you or me as a person. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. I really course, appreciate it. So yeah. on the flip side of that then Kennedy, how would you say cannabis slash plant medicine in general has benefited your journey with navigating your bipolar disorder? Um, so, um, so I call my, my plant medicine, like my boosters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so I have my medication that I take daily and then I, you know, I consume throughout the day. Yeah. Um, it's just, it just adds on to like, it helps. Like if I'm having just kind of like my mood, just kind of low, yeah. it just brings it up just a little bit, right. which is really nice. And I've also just recently started microdosing with psilocybin mushrooms. Amazing. Um, and I've definitely noticed like my mood is a lot more, um, just like very, I'm uplifted and mm-hmm. I'm just that. like ready to go um, throughout my day. And I love that yeah. for you. There is so much power in <laughs> yeah. mushrooms, and I think everybody mm-hmm. needs access <laughs> to I them. I love the magic shrooms. They're awesome. So tell me yeah. this: um, on days when you are feeling low and you do microdose with psilocybin, have you experienced feeling not lower, but like that still like low, or does it always bring you back up? Because I know I've had times with mental health where like. I've microdosed with psilocybin and it just, it took me in a place where Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be and it took me like a lower notch. And so not that it ruined my relationship Mm -hmm. with psilocybin, but it took me months before I wanted to consume mushrooms again. again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like my, like I'm microdosing and, but it's like a very low microdose. So like I'm not 
tripping Mm -hmm. or anything. Mm -hmm. I don't have, like, any visual effects or whatever. But, like, I definitely notice, like, just, like, I'm super happy and, like, giggly. Mm -hmm. But um, it's never put me in a lower place ever. That's good. That's good. I like Mm -hmm. to hear that. I just, I love to hear people's perspectives. For sure. React with everyone's yeah. bodies and where yeah. you are, and all just all the yeah. things so differently. Like, thank so. goodness I haven't had like a bad trip yet. I'm yeah. just like, please, I, no ego death. Right? Like, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think I've had a bad trip. I ego the, deaths are good for us. They though, are. So they the, are. Those are necessary. I don't think yes. I'm like mentally ready. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. You have to kind of be ready for that, for that. For sure. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna? I was gonna say something else. Oh, about yeah, the microdosing thing. I think that's where it's at. Is mm-hmm. microdosing mm-hmm. and for like to like you were saying it's just a little amount to have a sprinkle on top of Mm -hmm. your day throughout it that makes you feel good Mm -hmm. and you don't know exactly what it is or like where in your brain Mm -hmm. but it's like little pixie dust yeah that's how yes yeah Uh, yeah. so yeah i love that i love that for you (laughs) okay let's pause for a minute and talk about oklahoma's grassroots cannabis publication herbage magazine they are in over 500 dispensaries statewide providing cannabis education and supporting and highlighting the local communities for more information visit herbagemag.com that's h-e-r-b-a-g-e-m-a-g.com for someone who may have something similar to you or just mental mental health issues in general do you have any advice or tools that have helped you along the way maybe on like more difficult days or just Mm -hmm. something that you were like that has helped me a lot yeah um so I used I did not like relying on people for help so like I did a lot of my like I call it suffering, my suffering in silence. Mm -hmm. So like I did not lean on anybody. Like I didn't lean on my support group. So I'm always encouraging people who are, who are going through the motions to like really lean on your support group. That's what they're there for. Um, and like my family, um, and my boyfriend have really created a very safe space, Mm -hmm. um, for me to express those emotions or those feelings that I'm having, um, so I, I definitely think everybody should lean on those people for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And like, also go to therapy. Like, I, I know like people are kind of like scared to do it, but like it has helped me so much, um, in so many ways because there you're not judged. You, there's no mm-hmm. bias. Like you're just letting it all out. Yeah. It could be a game changer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So speaking of boyfriend um what how do you feel like cannabis has been like beneficial or do you feel like it's beneficial like in your relationship and like helps you guys like bond deeper or like eat more you know just like so many different things for sure it's definitely like one of our love languages it's just like smoking together Mm -hmm. or you know just just however we're enjoying cannabis like Mm -hmm. it definitely brings us a little bit closer together and we always have like a really good time so yeah that's awesome get the munchies together and we're just like oh my god how much (laughs) did we just eat (laughs) that's the best so do you have any staple products that you swear by and what are you currently jamming with right now oh yeah um so i start my morning every day with highest intent shout out um, to highest intent I, <laughs> I love them so much and you know i have the nighttime one too so um those um i love everybody there um also i'm always smoking resident flower um <laughs> particularly horchotti right now yeah okay i always keep her in my stash if, if i can horchotti's um, a good one so she's your favorite one yeah. i would have to say so yeah 
Okay. Nice and sticky and beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Smokes great. Rolls great. Yeah, for sure. Um, see what else. Um, I really do like um, Wise Cannabis as well. Mm-hmm, they have yeah. some really um, clean, nice um, cannabis mm. for sure. So yeah, Wise is great. Shout out to Talon. Yes, yeah. as <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what does your daily routine look like? Like from the time you wake up to when you go to sleep, like I know what I do throughout my day with like consuming or, Mm -hmm. you know, the times of days and stuff like that. What does it look like for you? Um, so I, I take my, you know, my tincture in the mornings and then depending on my mood, like I'll either like, you know, take a dab or I will smoke, um, like half a joint just to get my day going. Um, and then I always, I always consume, uh, prior to going to work just so I feel like a little less anxious, just like kind of get ready to like socialize, um, for like eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then, um, I go home and I, same thing. I either take like a really nice size dab or I'm smoking some flour. So Mm -hmm. what's your go-to dab brand that you like? That's such a tough question. I know it is. I know it is. That's I, why I asked it. Uh, <laughs> I've had so many favorites recently, but oh my goodness. If uh, if I had to choose, I'm going to go with Ginger Larf. I knew you were okay. going to say that. They've I don't know why. I knew you were going to say that. Oh my gosh. The Han Solo burger. Shout out to you guys. That shit was so good. I don't know if I'm allowed to cast on you Oh, you are. Okay. 100%. Okay. Be yourself. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then um, the lemon nut as well, like 16% terps. Like, come on, y'all. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Ginger Lord. I haven't really dove in. Dove in is not a word. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) I haven't really ever dived into Ginger ginger Larf yet. Um, I've gotten a couple. I've gotten a couple things from them. And it was pretty spot on. It's solid. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to double. (laughs) So working in the community to educate and help patients, what's been the most impactful thing for you being in such a position? Do you have any cool patient stories i've you know i i interact with so many patients throughout the week that like sometimes it's hard to just remember interactions mm-hmm. um man i can't really has think anyone anything. like any patient has had like a issue or like something how it's cannabis has healed them or that you know something like that that someone's got to express to you um, for sure. Um, I've had a lot of people just come up to me and, you know, like I've said before, just like the strain that I recommended to them, yeah. like they loved it and it really helped or like they come to me and they're like, okay, I really like this, but so like what's something, um, yeah. similar, mm-hmm. um, or it's they're a- interested in tinctures and edibles. Yeah. So it's such a big deal. I feel like for people, I mean, I remember when like, or whenever I find a good strain or something, mm-hmm. Even even in like a few years ago mm-hmm. when the cannabis industry was like just becoming a thing here, you just like I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Saw about such a Brandon thing. You, know. <laughs> you I lost my train of thought. Okay. I was going somewhere. Um okay, it's about the strain. Okay, mm. that's where it is. I'm back. <laughs> when people um it's just such a big deal to people to be like just from one strain. Cause it's it's hard to find mm. a good strain. Like you said you love yeah. the Herchati that yeah. you vibe with. Like those strains become like a staple strain to people staple. to where like when they have found something, yeah. it's like gold. And if you yeah. helped them find that for their body, mm-hmm. they're like so grateful. Yeah. You know, like there's so much power in that. Oh I yeah, feel like. for sure. And it's just like Knowing what 
works for you and what doesn't like that's trial and error so Mm -hmm. like maybe sometimes i recommend something and they come back and they're like hey that like wasn't for me right i didn't really like it and i was like all right so we need to go on the like opposite side of the spectrum whether that they were switching they were it was a sativa forward or like now they need to go like more towards our indica forward yeah, stuff. So right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's always trial and error. Yeah. yeah. And for people sure. have to be like open to open that to and that. patient yeah. with that because that's kind of how you understand mm-hmm. what anything yeah. in your body, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Trial and error. So what's a piece of advice you like to give patients to help them better their own cannabis journey slash maybe dispensary experience? Um, you know, never be afraid to ask your bud tender questions. Like that's what they're there for. They're there yeah. um, to help you and to help but find like to help you find what works for you. Um, and just to bounce off of that, like if you come into Mosaic and you just want to kind of like um, track your consumption. We yeah. do have like consumption journals that like ha- are really beneficial for people. That is so cool. you can write the strain name, like yeah. how it made you feel and mm. all of that, which is like super nice. That um, is, yeah. that's fun to like dive mm-hmm. into that, yeah. especially for someone who's like just figuring all that yeah, out. That's, it's an it's important really great little book. For, like, you know, like beginner patients. Yeah. No, so. that's a great yeah. recommendation. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite thing about working at Mosaic? It seems like you guys, I love everyone in there. It seems like such a cool group of people. Yeah. I, I love every single one of them so much. Like I came into this like super nervous. Like I'm the new one, you know, I, I don't really like being the newbie, but like I was welcomed with like open arms and um, just to be like taken in like a family yeah, member, yeah. which was so nice and it's refreshing. Yeah. And like, I, I go to work and I'm never like super anxious or anything because like, I know that I'm gonna have a good day because mm-hmm. of my team. Man, that is a so, feeling out to, your to team. have. Yeah. yeah like going to work to be able to be like, so I'm nice. not anxious. Cause we yeah. all, I used to work retail too, like yeah. you said earlier. Yeah, and that is a terrible. beast of its yeah, own. It's so awful. going from, I know. So like yeah. when you're out of that, you're like, Oh, this is life. I know. <laughs> yeah. So nice. Yeah, like my mental health definitely changed Same, from yeah. like going to like crazy retail to like a very chill yeah. like dispensary. Yeah, so, I get yeah. that. Oh, I'm happy for you in the place yeah. that you're in. I know. Getting I out of retail them. is yeah. so. Oh my god, <laughs> amazing! The weight that like came off of my shoulders. Oh my gosh! Like, Shout shit. out to the people that work in retail. Y'all yeah. are doing. And I hope you <laughs> treat your employees nicely. For real. Oh, I had some really, really horrible managers. For real. So, Toxic. Yeah, yeah. Very much. Wow. We are we have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So we like to ask everyone this question, but what's a stigma surrounding cannabis that you would like to see changed? Um you know, the typical stereotype, lazy stoners, mm-hmm. you know, they don't get anything done, you know. They're just like not good people. And I'm, and it's just, it's so crazy to like for people to see that. And, you know, most of those people are just uneducated. Yeah, absolutely. On yeah. What cannabis is and how it's so beneficial to people. And um, just the more you talk about it and the more you educate people, which is why I created my cannabis page, because I was like, you know, I could post a bunch of stuff of me just getting super high. Right. Or I could just like really like help just like break down that stigma and is educate what people, people appreciate mm-hmm. yeah so that's and cool. you know i didn't really expect that from yeah. people like yeah i was like people aren't going to be interested in like yeah. the medicinal yeah. side of things but 
It's cool though yeah. because yeah. it's like your own personal journal too on Instagram. Yeah. Like it is. to be able to like I share photos. I definitely like and you know mm-hmm. trauma dump a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. People love that. Yeah. People can relate to people it. People can relate. I, people. Listen, I love a good vulnerable person. Like yeah. when people yeah. open up on any level, I'm just like that is so good for you to do. Yeah. And like I love to be able to. Um, get in on maybe yeah. what someone else's mm-hmm. head is or their heart, you know, yeah. just like, sure. I don't know, brings people closer yeah, together. I know yeah, it, I mean, does, really. it does. Oh, well, Kennedy, I think this wraps up our episode for today. We appreciate you just taking time out of your day and having the Mosaic team letting you come over here. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys so yes. much. It's so fun. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for tuning into today's episode. Keep your eyes peeled for next week's episode. And as always, Brian, and stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.